0: Welcome to Songs of Strays, the non-religious religion podcast where we investigate issues of biblical proportion, such as seeing how many bags of grain do we need to steal silverware from Debenhams.
1: Each week we're going to be taking a section of the Bible and giving it a modern twist. As a disclaimer, we're not anti-Bible and we're not anti-Christian, but us sinners need a divine inspiration and we thought we're better to look. Hello! Hello, you are right.
0: I'm good, thank you. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm Good. Good.
0: Have you been watching the election, or are you, unlike me, who's staying up at ridiculous hours refreshing every news thing?
1: I've given up caring. Like you done. It, it's gonna happen. I did. Like I was refreshing all day one day, and it, that was maybe I don't know two years ago now.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, so <laughs> it's
0: been eighty-four years.
1: Like I do believe. I do believe they should count every vote, but like all these mail-in ballots, why have they not been counted already?
0: Because Republicans told them they couldn't. Preparation
1: Rep- is key.
0: We know prep, Dalek. We know, but Republicans don't because they don't put shit up their ass. We know of.
1: Well, they do. I've I've seen the new Borat movie. I know what happens.
0: I still haven't watched it. Is it any good?
1: It's good. Yeah, like right. I think Sasha Baron Cohen is trying to rally the Academy to nominate the lady that plays Too Dark his daughter for an Academy Award, and I actually do see why she is very good.
0: She could see Borat is the only kind of. Um, sasha character that i fully get on board on and think is very good why um, ali g i watched as a kid and i was like okay fair enough but um is it bruno i just can't get on bruno i just don't find it funny
1: i don't think i found any of them funny until i understood why he did it
0: yeah and that's a and, wanky thing to say
1: no but it's true because <laughs> like i was i was like oh i get it like it's it was in theory it was too smart for me but um it's too smart for many people that's why so many people find it hilarious
0: this is true well they're like kazakhstan ain't coming over here and making us look like an idiot it's like oh you were already right, idiots
1: oh mate you have no idea It Gets so much worse in the second one i'm
0: so fucking excited i might Especially watch it this weekend
1: fun. good move <laughs>
0: yeah but yeah other than election anxiety i've not been up to much
1: i don't think anyone has we're in another lockdown
0: Oh god. Literally I booked holiday for this weekend and it's on the first day of lockdown.
1: Oh, I've I had the same thing. I have five days off and they started on Thursday.
0: <laughs> like, what are we to do?
1: Spend five days in my house.
0: I've already had a wank, that's done.
1: Jesus woman.
0: <laughs> I know. What else am I supposed to do?
1: Whore of Babylon, you are.
0: <laughs> I'm actually <smell> some haberdashery. <laughs>
1: But uh, focusing on what we're actually doing, we've had a message from a listener about the Ten Commandments. Or as Billy's written, the Twelve Commandments.
0: Oh, I wrote twelve. I'm a fucking (laughs) idiot. (laughs) Again, been up all night looking at Biden inching closer to Trump and that is a pawn somewhere.
1: He's not moved in like three days. Anyway. Oh, um, no, he's
0: taken Georgia and Penn. As we're recording, he's taken Georgia and Penn.
1: So he's hit 270 then.
0: Yeah, he's won,
1: pretty much. Oh, has he actually won? Oh, no, no, no. When you say pretty much, if he's taken Georgia, he would have won.
0: 99% of the votes counted in Georgia and Penn. Oh, that doesn't mean
1: he's taken it. That doesn't mean he's taken it. I don't care until he wins. Now, done. Anyway. uh, (laughs) Screw you, America. (laughs) Um,
0: America, (laughs) explain. So the Ten Commandments...
1: So this As... is this is from a friend of mine called Charlie, who's been listening to the podcast. Hi, Charlie. Thank you for tuning in. Mm. Um, now, Charlie was raised quite Christian. Mm. And she was telling me a story b- before she sent this message to the, um, the podcast account about how her mum never let us do Halloween. <gasps> and instead, there's something called a lighthouse party, which she thought was completely normal and a lighthouse party let me just see if i can find
0: is it where they read the fucking mormon text
1: no 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 they weren't um, mormons right hold on or is I... it
0: which one has the lighthouse thing is it jehovah's witness
1: uh i have no clue
0: mm.
1: i mean i feel like you know more about this than i do
0: i'm just guessing man shutting that
1: there's a recount in georgia by the way anyway of course a lighthouse party this is from charlie where you dress up as good things basically angels which was pretty much a Halloween party, but without the Halloween fun. An older group at my church also went out every year and posted boxes of Maltesers through doors with a message, in these dark times, Jesus is the light of the world.
0: I would one thank you, <laughs> right. <Yes. laughs> so I'd be like, thank you for the chocolate. Amazing.
1: I don't, you, Jesus. I'm not going to lie, I don't really mind if I got a biblical message as long as it came with confectionery. Like that's It reminds me it. of.
0: it. It reminds me of um, the Christian Society at university. Have I already told this story? I don't know. When I moved into uni halls, like in the first week, some people came up to our kitchen and were like, hiya, um, can we cook you some pasta for free? We're like, yeah, (laughs) we've just moved in. Is this this what happens every week at uni? Somebody just cooks for us. So they made us just like tomato pasta and then sat down and was like, okay, guys, let's let's tuck in um first let's say grace i was like jesus christ
1: (laughs) (laughs) i feel that's not the reaction they wanted to be (laughs) there
0: i'm just tucking into my pastor like would you like to talk about the lord i'm like no thank you thank you for the penny let's go
1: see i used to love the christian society at uni i absolutely adored them because toasties No, I never had the Toasties. I got a couple of chocolate brownies once. There was a girl in my lecture that was Christian, in my media lecture that was Christian. And then one day she was like, you got five minutes? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, I'm going to draw how I see you. And she drew a picture of me riding this giant wave of life. And it was really nice. She was amazing. I will say, love your Christian society, because I think they're actually better than people think. I love them.
0: They are nice. Like, they, they're they just very chill and not, I always thought they'd be too preachy, but they seem to just want to feed students and be <laughs> like, let me draw you and as an we angel.
1: Anyway, yeah. but what Charlie was actually telling us, um, I said last week that I was watching uh, Bible stories to kind of figure out how the Ten Commandments worked. But she said there's also 10 episodes of Veggie Tales mm-hmm. about the Ten Commandments. Do you have the names of them, Billy?
0: I do. So, um, I'm gonna quick fire draw them. So, number one, y'all have no other gods before me. Yeah. Uh, imagine this in American twang, perhaps. No making idols. Yeah. Uh, when y'all use my name, y'all better mean it.
1: <laughs> that's, that's like <laughs> that is a fully the next thing that RuPaul was considering to do when he got rid of you. Got she-male.
0: Yeah. She already done had hers. Y'all better mean it.
1: Y'all better use my name and y'all better mean it. Yes, mama.
0: <laughs> Work. Um, Lay off the trail one day a week.
1: That's the Sabbath, yeah.
0: Yeah. Mind your ma and pa.
1: Cute. That's just homie.
0: No killing, folks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you purposely made that dark, but...
0: It sounds like something in, like, fucking Deliverance. Like, somebody say, like, we don't go killing no folks around
1: here. (laughs) I know. They love a double negative.
0: They do. Um, Dance with Hubrongia. So that's the adultery. Kind of like singing. Oh, so don't
1: dance with someone else. Yeah. Ah, I see. Yeah. Uh,
0: No swiping.
1: Swiping, no swiping. Thank you, Dora. No swiping,
0: no swiping. Uh, No lying.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And... No hankering for things that ain't yours.
1: Which is a good one. I may have to watch yeah. these because I'm going to struggle with the next few commandments, I think. It's
0: very interesting. I might, I might swipe some.
1: But thank you for uh, giving us those, Charlie. And,
0: thank you, um, Charlie.
1: I'm so sorry you had to endure <laughs> those as a child. <laughs>
0: Hopefully they weren't too propaganda-ish, just like vegetables turning around like, you need jeans." Yeah,
1: I mean, I feel like that's <laughs> what it would be. We've not watched them yet, but uh, we will yeah. see.
0: Not past judgment. We also have a correction, which which came from friend of the pod, Dear Sammy, yep. who was very mad that we said that the only way was up was, was by Take That. Now I'm going
1: to stop you here, right? Because a lot <laughs> of the corrections are my fault and I fully accept the blame. This one, I said, is that by Take That? And you said, Yes. I didn't know and you lied to me. You broke the next commandment.
0: I didn't intentionally lie, Gareth. Um ignorance is bliss. <laughs> um I, I, mean, I was, made an educated an uneducated guess. I
1: was more blissful before you made me listen to that song. <laughs> it's so <annoying. laughs>
0: Um, we might or will probably put the video out on socials but there's a, an amazing trumpet interlude and whenever it happens there's just a spinning trumpet in the video which I love.
1: I think I watched the first 30 seconds and she was moving her shoulders so much you know that she's by like, the end of filming she had like a crick in her neck that she would not get out.
0: Honestly if you watch the whole video she doesn't stop running on the spot the whole way through I was tired while she's singing. It was incredible, and I love um, seeing cycling shorts as a fashion
1: statement again, I mean, which
0: they are back. I guess well,
1: that's the problem. They are back. They yeah. really shouldn't be.
0: Gareth, the only way is up. Uh,
1: no, and, I, and what? How? How did you say I would know this song?
0: Uh, it's from the only way. Which I've not seen because
1: I've a life.
0: You seem that kind of gay sometimes. Wow. You, but you watch the housewives. You watch the Kardashians. Okay, okay. Hold up. Let's the fucking stop boat here. one. What boat you? one? I swear, there's a boat what one. What boat one? I might be uh, see, I feel like podcast. you know one
1: that I don't know about. So I feel like you're the worst person.
0: Do you not watch the Kardashians and the Housewives? You make
1: it sound like I'm still watching them. I watched the seri- two series of the Kardashians that came onto Netflix. I've not watched the one that just got released.
0: So you've stopped watching them because you binged through everything available.
1: Yeah, because it's so, so easy watching. you would continue.
0: It's so easy watching. I rest my case.
1: And then, yeah, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is truly amazing. That's the only Real Housewives I watch as well. Fair
0: I think we've talked about this maybe in our audio tests, but I stopped long ago watching that type of reality. But I used to be big into like Made in Chelsea, Do you know, the what? posh ones.
1: You always make yourself try and make yourself sound better than you are. I remember right when we lived together. I was watching a TV show called Playing It Straight. I think I've told about it. If I haven't, Google it. It's on 4OD. It's amazing. I came in and you said, what's this crap you're watching? And I said, it's great. Just trust me. And I was on maybe episode three. Yeah. And then you sat down and watched the second half of the episode for me. And then you got me to restart the entire season (laughs) because you wanted to watch it. Right?
0: And I have no regrets. Don't act
1: like you're better than me.
0: I have no regrets. I think that then turned into a Don't Tell the Bride binge, perhaps.
1: You love Don't Tell the Bride. I'm really not oh, that I first. Oh,
0: f- I fully love Don't Tell the Bride. I will watch it every day. But I've, I I've
1: never seen The Only Way is Essex, I'll say that.
0: Me neither. Um, wh- the song is actually by um, Yaz and the Plastic Population. That is the correction there. Um, forget <laughs> yeah, the waffle. Sorry. <laughs> like, sorry, it wasn't take that. No, it wasn't take that. It was Yaz and the Plastic Population, which must be a one-hit wonder, because I- I've not heard of them since.
1: I mean, I don't even know if it's a one-hit wonder.
0: Move on, Gareth.
1: So, uh, after that interlude, or intro, we are ready for this week's commandment, which is thou shall not steal.
0: Oh, no swiping. No or, swiping.
1: No swiping, according to a carrot. <laughs> or macro, perhaps. So I've done my biblical research. Do you have much on in the Bible stealing?
0: Uh, no, I don't mind. Um, no,
1: no. No. Unless you count
0: Friar Turk. Why? Robin Hood, Queen.
1: Yeah, I know, but he didn't necessarily do the stealing.
0: No, but carry on, Mary, (laughs) Jesus.
1: (laughs) And Joseph. Go the whole hog.
0: Mary, Jesus, Joseph and the Christ.
1: Anyway. So in the Bible, uh, stealing is condemned many, many times. Uh, Corinthians six ten, Timothy six ten, Ephesians four twenty eight, Exodus twenty fifteen and twenty two seven, Leviticus, and more. Um, there's one quote, and I don't actually know which one this was, but it was great, and it said, uh, "It's along the lines of if you eat, if you eat stolen food, it'll turn to gravel in your mouth." Oh, it's very condemning. However, right. I went an extra step, and I was talking to you about this earlier. If you go into your Now TV account, you will see that I've been watching Joseph, King of Dreams. So it's a, it was a straight-to-VHS release um, that was like a prequel slash spin-off to The Prince of Egypt, right? Right. it was interesting, because obviously in The Prince of Egypt is where you get the commandments, mm-hmm. okay? But I thought it was interesting that in the Bible, in Joseph's story joseph tricks his brothers into pretending to steal do okay. you remember this
0: to be honest my head is just playing joseph's technical dream coat in my head right now so
1: when she's like jacob <laughs> jacob and sons that <laughs> yeah. um but there so well the concept is joseph is the half brother to i think 11 brothers maybe and he's like a half brother and he has like crazy dreams and he's like jacob's fa- favorite and then the brother's like, fuck this. We're going to kill him. So they don't kill him. they take
0: his wardrobe.
1: Yeah, so they steal his coat and they cover it in lamb's blood. And they sell him off to slavers. He ends up in Egypt. He does very well for himself. Then he gets caught not sleeping with someone's wife. <laughs> because the wife is like, he did this to me. And Joseph's like, no, I didn't. And he's like, you are a slave. Okay. Um. And then he tells his dreams to the guy in prison. Like one guy, he's like got the dream where he... I totally just see. Oh, yeah. So he's got three grape plants, grape vines. Right. And they are prosperous. And then he, give- he turns it into wine and he gives it to the Pharaoh. And Joseph's like, that's great. You're going to be free
0: yeah.
1: in three days. And the other guy's like, right, I've got three loaves of bread or three baskets of bread.
0: Where is this going, Queen?
1: Well, no, anyway, blah, blah, blah. Joseph dreams. He can read dreams. So the Pharaoh's like... He's you're a dream cool. man and he has a coat. <laughs> yeah. Well, he doesn't have a coat anymore. The coat is actually such a minor detail.
0: Oh, where's anyway. Jason Donovan in all of this shit?
1: Anyway, so he does the whole thing about he's storing the grain. If you'd like to hear my retelling of Joseph's story, please tune in to my new sleep podcast. I'm not making a sleep podcast.
0: I'd, I'd listen to it.
1: He <laughs> <laughs> no, wouldn't. No one would. But anyway, so his brothers come to get the grain and then they send it back. He keeps one of them and then he sends her back to get Benjamin, who's the new baby brother. And he comes back and then he hides a silver cup in Benjamin's bag of grain. Right. Because he's like, right. take as much grain as you need to go back to your family. And then he's like, one of you are stealing from me. And they were like, no, we didn't. We didn't do anything. And then he cuts open all the grain, at least they do in the movie. And in Benjamin's bag, the newest baby brother is the silver cup. Right.
0: Is this boy still a baby?
1: No, he's like right. a young man at this point. But then so the brothers are like, "No, no, no. Our father will be distraught what happened to Joseph?" And Joseph so they're like, "Why what happened to Joseph?" And he's there like, "Ah, oh, he died, but he didn't actually we sold him slaves because we hated him, but we do anything for Benjamin, we can't do that to our father again. It was wrong." And so then he's like, "It's okay. I am Joseph." He like takes off his fake beard and his hat and he's like, "I am Joseph." Um, and they all live happily ever after. But he's lying and he's pretending them that they steal. That does not make any sense.
0: No, that is very odd.
1: He's lying and he pretends that they've stolen from him. But the commandments haven't been released yet.
0: (laughs) They've pre-ordered them. They're on on (laughs) pre-order. Um, The hardback release is coming. Stone's coming. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, Guy's like, just bear with me. Like, I'm just finishing off some auto-tune.
0: It's a midnight drop.
1: Literally. (laughs) It's like, but then he does like a, God does a Beyonce and it's just like, bam, new commandment. But they're not here. So they're not actually in place here.
0: So you can do whatever the fuck you want.
1: Can you? Or is he breaking the commandment?
0: Commemorance. Tell you what, again, ignorance is bliss. He don't know he's not doing any wrong because the rules aren't in there. Let him off
1: very noble of you.
0: Give his coat back.
1: Well, he hasn't got his coat. He's probably grown out of his coat at this point. He's been in... He's got like kids in Egypt at this point.
0: (laughs) And he got swole.
1: (laughs) Oh, he's also... This is really minor. He's from Canaan, which is parts of modern-day Lebanon, Syria, Jordan and Israel.
0: Interesting.
1: Doesn't exist anymore. But yeah, I just thought that was quite interesting because that's quite a famous Bible story, I'd say, because of how it's retold and all the movie adaptations and stuff. Um, And I don't know whether it is stealing, I guess it is not stealing, but it's lying, it's tricking, I don't know. It's
0: deception. Also,
1: also, he's technically doing that thing where he's reading the future, like we spoke about in the Halloween episode, so he should have been burnt as a witch.
0: Joseph was a witch. Joseph was <laughs> a <laughs> witch! Hashtag Burn the
1: witch!
0: Burn the witch!
1: Um, but I thought that'd be a quite interesting intro to stealing.
0: That is quite a good one, we're bringing it back to the Bibble.
1: Because um, I know yeah, you're probably going to so. No,
0: I, I, I wasn't at all. I remember watching Joseph and Telegal Dreamcoat loads as a kid. And I didn't even know
1: that was the same story. Did you say it's Jason Donovan?
0: Yeah, Jason Donovan was Joseph in the one I
1: used no, to watch. No, it's not. It's Johnny Osmond.
0: I watched Jason Donovan.
1: No, 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 no. Okay, you might be right, but I'm going to Google it.
0: I remember watching Jason Donovan.
1: I'm going to Google it because I don't want another correction on my head. <laughs>
0: On your head, be it. On my
1: head, be it. it. I'm like that guy with the three loaves of bread who gets killed in three days. <laughs> oh, Spoiler. Um, Joseph and his Technicolor Dreamcoat. Is it both? Nicole Were they both Jason? Jacob and Sans. Mm.
0: Oh, my God of many colors.
1: <laughs> I had to sing that before, and it's like, and it's purple and <laughs> green and blue and <laughs> synopsis. Hold on. It is Johnny Osmond.
0: Jason Donovan has done it as well.
1: Not the one you're thinking of. Jason, who is Jason Donovan?
0: He's oh, Jason Donovan Kyler Joseph.
1: Lowe. Oh, he is also, what? He... There was both?
0: Yeah, quite. I'm
1: oh, quite you right. watched the stage version, right? Yeah. I'm very confused. <laughs> <laughs> so he what was on you the you watching? <laughs> but Donny Osmond was in a version that I've got on video.
0: Oh, VHS. Has, has Jason Donovan
1: saying... got a dog? <laughs> right. This
0: is so... Election thing. Did you know that Donald Trump is the only president for the last 100 years not to have a dog?
1: Yeah. Obama had two. Yeah. They weren't technically He his had though. one. No, I thought he had two.
0: Why was it not technically his?
1: I close my eyes. I close my eyes. Draw back the curtain. Ah. Ah. Anyway. <laughs> thou shalt not steal. I'm so confused now. This is really stressing me out. What did you get from this commandment, Billy?
0: (laughs) So I I struggled with it. I was going to, I had a plan to steal what you were going to do. And then you were pretty dumb. So then I thought, okay, let's go back to my roots and do a true crime situation. I was going to do a bunny and glide. Yep. But then my wonderful partner told me of another bank robber or just a thief who had a kind of Robin Hood reputation. Okay. Have you ever heard of Ned Kelly? No. Would you like to see a picture of him and tell me on a scale of 1 to 10 how much you would fuck him?
1: Sure.
0: I'm going to send it to you on WhatsApp.
1: Oh, mate, my phone's on Do Not Disturb. This is very...
0: Oh, would you like it on Facebook? I'll no, it. it's
1: fine. I'll Turn it off airplane mode again.
0: Right, it's on Facebook now.
1: Well, I'm going to turn it off airplane mode anyway.
0: Right, good for you. <laughs> Sorry, Mr Popular.
1: I think you just shouted at me last week. <laughs> oh, there we go.
0: I sent it twice. So this oh, is Ned looks, Kelly.
1: He looks a bit like Daniel Radcliffe.
0: He does look a bit like Daniel Radcliffe with a great bushy beard. He he's quite attractive. He's no
1: young that. He's
0: no young Stalin. No young we love a young Stalin here on the pod. Um but great he,
1: hair. When was this taken?
0: Um I'm not too sure, to be honest. I did not source it. I just very got them very quickly because I I when I first saw him, when my partner suggested it, I was like, wah!
1: I mean. You do he's, that a lot. My... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ned. Anyway, so Ned Kelly, the man with the beautiful beard and the hips of man bun, was an Australian bush ranger. Ranger, sorry. Let me do that again. So going, going
1: back to your roots, my take name. you to Australia.
0: Leave me alone, Michael! So, Ned Kelly was an Australian bush
1: ranger. Fuck me. I not
0: even do it now.
1: Ah, yeah. he was a Bus Wrangler, <laughs> I see. Bush Ranger. See it?
0: Bush Ranger. He was a bus wrangler. <laughs> bus, bus wrangler. <laughs> he was a bus wrangler.
1: Wrangler. Like a ginger. <laughs> yeah. Fucking wrangler.
0: So he was actually an Australian bush ranger. Um, and they were originally escaped convicts from the British settlements.
1: Like all of Australia.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, and they used the bush as refuge to hide from authorities. He's also an outlaw, a gang leader and a convicted police murderer. Oh, OK. Yeah. And he was best known for wearing a bulletproof suit of armour.
1: Suit of armour?
0: You'll see.
1: OK. Um,
0: we'll talk about that a little bit later. So let's talk about his life... His father, known as John Kelly, also known as Red, was born in 1820 in um, County Tipperary in Ireland.
1: Do you ever wish you had a cooler nickname that was just an adjective? Like? Because, I mean, you could be Red, because your hair's quite red.
0: Well, I could be Red. What would you be?
1: I don't know. I met a guy in Australia who ran a surf camp, and I was like, oh, what's his name? And they're like, Bear.
0: Oh. That so was cool.
1: I went through a phase of me and Sophia the, at the pub I used to work at. Used to just call each other Roxy and Bear, and we wouldn't serve customers on a Sunday night unless they called us Roxy and Bear. <laughs> it's a,
0: you could be a bear. Well, you are a bear. Mugger be cup.
1: Can people start calling me Bear, please? Yeah. What I'd, what p- I'd like
0: listeners. Please write in with your questions for Bear. Anyway, so his dad, at the age of twenty-one, was found guilty of stealing two pigs.
1: <laughs> Amazing.
0: and so was sent to Australia to be in prison in a country but he was actually given a certificate of freedom in 1848 and then in November 1850 he married Ellen Quinn who was emplo- his employer's 18 year old daughter and he was 13 at 30 at the time not 13 30
1: so was 30 she room. was she Australian
0: yes so she was already out there he got a job shagged the boss's door, got married. Um, And then Edward Kelly was their third child. Third Um, child? Third child, yeah. So his birth was around December 1854, but it can't really been pinned down. There isn't a birth certificate. When Ned was 12, his dad was imprisoned for having meat in his possession, of which he could not account.
1: So he stole some more pigs.
0: Or he was packing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You are so haughty right now. Oh,
0: I know. It's this holiday. It's been stuck in a house. Um, Yeah,
1: but you're stuck in a house with your partner. Just a (laughs) sex woman.
0: (laughs) There's not enough time in the day. Um, And unable to pay the £25 fine, he was sentenced to six months hard labour. And when he got out of it, read his dad, drank really heavily, and he died from dropsy, which is not fun. It's
1: a great name for
0: it's a great name for a disease not a fun thing to google
1: it sounds so innocent but it's not it's hideous isn't it it's
0: gross it's so gross so when his dad died ned became the breadwinner and they moved to a squat in victoria and um they lived from there and then from there he kind of started his outlawing but before that he actually saved a boy's life and the boy gave him a sash, well, the boy's family gave him a green sash, and he wore it until the end of his life. Cute. Which is nice. It's a nice thing to do. So, Ned's criminal life started early. When he was 14, he was arrested for allegedly assaulting a Chinese man, which is not fun. Um, And then in 1870, he was arrested again. This time, he was um, a suspected accomplice of a bush ranger, Harry Power, which is also a great name.
1: Oh on, He was the accomplice of a bush ranger.
0: Yeah, so he was a, a a fifteen year old kid. He got into a gang with a bush ranger called Harry Power.
1: It's right.
0: A, yeah, it's a very Top Gear name. Yeah, very. Um, but these were dismissed. But then this is when the police kind of caught it on to Ned, who is fifteen.
1: I mean, to start him young in the eighteen hundreds.
0: Exactly. Um, in 1878, a police officer named Fitzpatrick went to the Kelly home, hoping to arrest Ned's brother, Dan, for stealing horses. Fitzpatrick was shot in the wrist by Ned and Ned's mother was arrested for aiding her betting. Fling into the bush, Kelly vowed to avenge his mother, who was just in prison. She wasn't dead. He was just mad about it. Right. Um, And he had... Hold on,
1: hold on. So his brother stole the horses
0: yeah the policeman turned up, he shot so ned his shot the policeman. Ned shot,
1: and then the mum got arrested, yeah, right, okay,
0: it's all a bit strange back then, so then, after that he um ran to the bush, vowed to avenge his mother afterwards, he and his two his younger brother, Dan, and two associates shot dead three policemen, and then the government of Victoria became them outlaws.
1: This is very thou shalt not murder,
0: I know. But he also does a lot of stealing for the people, the poorer people in his area. This mm-hmm. is where he gets Robin Hood. Right, is stealing for the rich to give to the poor. Fine. No. Oh, great. Well, screw you, Tory. <laughs> no, not...
1: <laughs> like it's it's still stealing. What you yeah, should but... do is do a peaceful protest for equal rights and equal wages.
0: Do you know what you could actually do is write a manifesto like Kelly did? Okay. So he wrote a manifesto letter denouncing the police and the Victorian government and the British empire as a whole. And he set out his accounts of his life that led him to commit these crimes, to kill kill these police and and steal all these horses. And he was demanding justice for his family and the rural poor. And he basically said, I do all this to help the people in my circumstance and the circumstance of my life. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it didn't really happen. And he just kept stealing horses and shooting police.
1: I feel like stealing horses isn't benefiting the poor, though.
0: Well, it's... Like, he's not... You, he's not you just... sell them for money to help the poor. I don't
1: know. I wow. Don't know.
0: We'll see. In 1880, when Kelly's attempt to derail and ambush the, a police train failed, he and his gang, dressed in their armour, engaged in a gun battle with the police, and everyone else died but Kelly. Um, Kelly was the only survivor... Um, he was tried at the age of twenty-five.
1: He's accomplished so much. I I've, know. I've done so little.
0: <laughs> Literally, I wish I'd started a gang, shot three police, and and was, you know, at this a bus 35. wrangler, a bus wrangler, a bus wrangler, bus wrangler. Um. So on November eleventh, when he was twenty-five, he was charged death by hanging.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he was killed in the gallows. And he has some very famous last words. They are depending on your sources. They're either, ah, well, I suppose it has come to this or such is life.
1: I feel like, ah, well, I suppose it's come to this is too long.
0: Yeah, such is life is cool.
1: Because at what point, this is one thing I don't understand about last words, right? And I don't agree with the death penalty, personally, but (laughs) with the last words, do they go, have you got anything else to say? Or are you just trying to squeeze them out before he pulls the lever? Do you know what I mean? (laughs)
0: Like they're going to kick the stool, and you're like, and another thing.
1: Yeah, and he's just—they're <laughs> like, ah oh, well, he's like, Gook! oh well, he's just left. His last words were, ah oh, well.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, that's a great way to go. Uh,
1: mine would just be like, oh no, I feel like that would be
0: my <laughs> Uh <Uh-oh. Oops. laughs> oh, oops whoops. <laughs> anyway, his his body was put into a wooden box and dumped in a mass mass grave. Oh, and actually, in 2010, DNA was able to test his remains and confirm his identity from the mass grave. And in 2013, he was buried alongside his mother in a small, um, unmarked grave to protect it from vandalism.
1: Did he have any kids?
0: No, he was 25.
1: Yeah, it's not uncommon.
0: I mean, it's uh, ancient back I then. mean, his,
1: his mum was 18 when she married her father <laughs> he married his
0: I don't think he did have any... He has descendants, but I, it's not clear if he did have any kids or... That. He did have some lady friends, but right. um, none of note. Um, the suit of armour mentioned is actually really interesting. I'll send you a quick picture again. Oh, Where would you like it?
1: I've got to go off airplane mode regardless, So.
0: so... The picture is of him in the armour, and it's a headpiece with a letterbox-style front. What the fuck is that? And I know! And it's it looks like from... the
1: Black Knight from Monty Python.
0: Exactly. Um, it's made from mould boards, thick metal parts of a farmer's plough, um, and they were... these materials were either sought, like, bought, or people gave them to them, or they were stolen. Right. So... Beg, borrow, and steal, basically. Um, And they were great because they meant that they could walk away unharmed in close range shooting. Mm. But also, they were really menacing and intimidating.
1: Well, yeah, they look it.
0: Yeah, it was like the armour version of the hacker.
1: Like, (laughs) (laughs) come for me. Definitely not a good comparison.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I don't fight. I'm a pacifist. Anyway, so when Kelly was killed, the police officers wanted to keep the suits of armour as uh, souvenirs. So you can actually see the full suit of armour and Kelly's death mask in the Library of Victoria, I think it is. Um, The reason I kind of chose Kelly is because there are two different opinions of him in Australia.
1: Right.
0: Some see him as Australian's Robin Hood because he was somebody who did... steel to protect his gangs but also the poorer area that he was there and he was an underdog whereas others just see him as a police murderer and you know somebody who was committing illegal acts never mind his reasonings um but yeah it's it's interesting that he started as the son of a poor Irish catholic and became a heroic anti-establishment figure and he's kind of a pop culture icon And there's been a few films of him, actually. Go on. So there was some kind of early 1900s. There was one uh, in 1970 where Ned Kelly was played by Mick Jagger. Cool. Yeah. And then in 2003 where he was played by Heath Ledger. Also cool. They are both called Ned Kelly. And there was actually one out this year called The True History of the Kelly Gang. Right. Um, And I think we found that you could find it on um, Prime. You can actually watch it on Prime.
1: Oh, Good so, research.
0: Thank you. That's all about my bus wrangler, Ned Kelly. <laughs>
1: Your bus wrangler.
0: <laughs> so what do you, do you honestly think that stealing from the rich and giving to the poor is not even thinkable?
1: I didn't say that. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you fight fire with fire, the whole world's going to burn. Wank. It's fucking true. What he should have done is started a charitable foundation.
0: He wrote his fucking manifesto.
1: Yeah, mate, doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't fucking doesn't matter. Hitler wrote a manifesto. It doesn't make him a good person. What do you want me to say?
0: Fuck me. No, I just don't. Isn't he going to play the Hitler card I just it? don't
1: think. <laughs> like, I definitely believe you should always stand up for the underrepresented classes. 100%. Yeah. But it depends how you're doing it. He's not just stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. He's murdering people who are just doing their jobs. Fair enough. And that's the thing.
0: So what about, like, Robin Hood Prime? What do you mean? Because you not think Robin Hood killed people?
1: Well, the thing with Robin Hood is that's who I'm talking about this week. <laughs> <gasps>
0: yeah! Yeah! Oh, how weird is that?
1: Because you said you were going to steal my idea, and I told you my other two ideas. Mm. So I thought I could do something completely different. <laughs> and you are right in thinking that Robin Hood did kill people. And in some accounts I'll go into, he's actually quite graphic with it. Oh. Um But does it make him good? Like, he's an anti-hero, understandably. But let's talk about Robin Hood. Yeah. So, obviously, people know him as Stealing from the Rich and Giving to the Poor. It's predominantly historically sent England during the reign of Richard the Lionheart, played by a lion in the Disney movie. And the oldest reference of him, in theory, is from 1226. Okay. Okay. Now, that's from a court register in Yorkshire.
0: (gasps) We do love him in Yorkshire. He is the. I know Sherwood Forest and
1: I've driven through it a lot. But isn't Sherwood Forest in Nottinghamshire?
0: It might be, actually. It's quite close.
1: I don't know. You're the one that loves it. So you tell me. <laughs> but it's interesting because this is uh, just after the Magna Carta was released. So there's a lot of historical sayings. But it's found a court register where he was losing his property and he's described as a fugitive. Okay. The next record is from Berkshire, so all the way down in South England, where it's the name of William Robehot. Robohod? Okay. Now, he's believed to be the same person as a different guy called William, son of Robert Lefebvre. Febvreire?
0: Febvreire.
1: <laughs> Febvreire. Um, he was a member of a band of outlaws, which I thought was interesting because it suggested he was French.
0: Yeah, wasn't he supposed to be a lord as well?
1: At some point in the story, yes.
0: Interesting.
1: Then the next record of him is 1354, where there's a Northamptonshire record. So we're going back up north and there's a man called Robin Hood awaiting trial. However, with all these different references, people think it's more of a pseudonym or a moniker. Yeah. Similar to how, you know, you say Jane Doe for an unidentified body. If you didn't know the name of a criminal, he was Robin Hood. yeah. Now, the idea of Robin Hood came from spoken word ballads and folklore and that kind of thing. Slam
0: poetry. Uh, slam poetry. Great. Robin
1: it. Hood and Little John running through the forest.
0: You do realise we're doing uh, a podcast and people can't see you snapping.
1: But they can hear it because I've got quite a good microphone.
0: What you actually don't know, listeners, is that Gareth isn't snapping. He's slapping his dick against his legs.
1: <laughs> I wish it was that doable. Uh, anyway, in... So appears he first appears in English poetry in the late 14th century in The Visions of Piers Plowman. Now, he's not even a character, right? Right. It's by William Langland. And in the work, a poorly educated parson, who is a priest of an independent parish, repents and confesses that he is ignorant of Latin. And he says, and I'll try and read this in the Old English. This is going
0: to be great.
1: I'm excited. You I do like a summer accent. because he went... I cannot partifly my paternoster as the priest it singeth, but I can rhymes of Robin Hood.
0: So I can't read, but I can spit rhymes about Robin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can spit some bars.
0: some What
1: he's saying is I can't recite the Lord's Prayer, that's the paternoster. Yeah. Um, but I do know the rhymes of Robin Hood, which is just evidence that it was kind of passed down in folk tales have i ever told you the story about the time a storyteller came to my village
0: this sounds (laughs) wild
1: (laughs) i genuinely this is the best job and the creepiest man ever but he was amazing so i can't remember what it was they're like a summer fate all i remember is i was sitting in a tent with lots of there was like a whole thing going on in the back of the village behind the grass centre, and there was this guy in this giant blue robe i guess you could say and it was covered in plant like pictures of plants and animals and what he'd say is he said he'd the children would pick a plant or an animal that they see on the robe and he'd tell the story behind that thing. Interesting. I think spoken word stories, spoken word poetry can suck my dick, but spoken <laughs> word stories, uh, I think people should do that more. Campfire stories and that kind of thing. Oh,
0: that is cute. Personally. Yeah.
1: But so, back to Robin Hood. So he's clearly there in spoken word. However, by the 15th century, there are written ballads about him. Mm. Okay. So this is the only early ballad set in Sherwood Forest, where he's known to roam, I guess. Yeah. Uh, And it's called Robin Hood and the Monk, and it features Little John. Now, in this story, Robin ignores Little John's advice, and he leaves the forest to attend a mass to pray to the Virgin Mary, okay? Mm. Plot twist. He gets recognised by a monk who gives him to the Sheriff of Nottingham. Right. Right. And then Little John, and a character called Much... Kill the monk and his servant. <laughs> Plot <laughs> yeah, twist?
0: Know. Jesus Christ.
1: They, they then disguise themselves as the monk and the servant, get the reward money from the king, and then go free Robin Hood.
0: In my mind, they haven't just put on, like, the, the robes and that. I imagine them wearing their skin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe. Like, it's probably, it's old English. The like, they could building. be doing anything. But it's fascinating because, like, the monk is the villain because he's in theory dobbing in the anti-hero but the like the servant did nothing wrong yeah like that was just unfair and then <clears throat> now the next one i've got is a jest of robin hode h-o-d-e which is from a similar kind of time mm. but this is where the steal from the rich give to the poor thing comes from okay okay so it wasn't always in the stories and it says if he be a poor man of my good he shall have some okay OK, so that's quite good. So that's where the steal from the rich and give to the poor comes from.
0: Yeah.
1: However, in this poem, he also shoots the sheriff with an arrow and then slits his throat.
0: Assassin! Is this... Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: Assassin. that's the thing. I think Robin Hood is so sanitised now. Like, we know he's, he probably did kill people. He's yeah. shooting people with arrows, for fuck's sake. But, yeah. yeah, like, he... It was dark. And then, in the 15th century manuscript, Robin Hood and the Guy of Gisborne... He also muti- mutilates the sheriff with a knife. With his- he mutilates the corpse.
0: Oh my God, Robin! You need to so, see someone.
1: Is it good that he's taking this money for the poor? Yeah. And also mutilating corpses.
0: The mutilating corpses, not not great. Giving it to the poor, fine. I I, the, I agree.
1: Yeah, but the thing is though, yeah, but you can't take one without the other. <laughs> Cannot do that. He if he's doing both, he's doing both.
0: Well we do- I can't change the past, Gareth. I can't like <laughs> Robin. whoa. I mean,
1: Thank he's also you not real The
0: bread and the money, great. Stop mutilating corpses.
1: But I feel bad though because this I guess is a hot take. The sheriff of Nottingham is not the villain.
0: That is a hot take. Um, I would say he is.
1: Why? he's just doing his job. Raising Robin the Hood taxes is an outlaw. It- that wasn't him. that was King John.
0: But he was enforcing it
1: Because that's his job. Yeah, no. that's, no. that's his job. That's the job. Anyway, he became quite pronounced in May Day celebrations, which aren't really a thing anymore. I feel
0: that's the Poland shit, isn't it? <laughs> the
1: Poland <laughs> shit. No, that's what you do when your life turns bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, actually, I'd love. On, so I think it's really fun. <laughs> but May Day comes, they believe it's got Roman origins and it's emerging from the festival of Flor. I can't pronounce it. Come on, of this Floralia. Okay, Flor-a- Floralia. Floralia. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the celebration of fertility in nature that took place around early May to dedicate to the goddess Flora. However, it's also believed that May Day has roots in the Celtic festival Beltane, a day that marks the start of summer and is considered the best time for animals to be put out to pasture.
0: Is that why Midsummer's called Midsummer?
1: I thought that was more of a Scandinavian thing. We don't really have Midsummer anymore.
0: But it was like, uh, I meant the film. Where they ha- she goes to a May Day thing and then murders everyone. I think she... Oh, I
1: don't know. I've not seen it.
0: I haven't seen it, but I, I, I know from memes.
1: <laughs> from <laughs> the memes. I've, I would like to see it, to be fair. Yeah. Apparently but Mayday, Mayday was so popular that in 1510, it was reported that Henry the Eighth dressed up as Robin Hood and him and his men of court entertained Catherine of Aragon and the ladies in waiting.
0: Happy Halloween, girl.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, this is May. I'm sexy so.
0: Robin Hood. Ugh.
1: I love a sexy Robin Hood costume. But he's about 18 at this point. And then in 1516, they both took part in the May Day celebrations where she portrayed uh, Maid Marian.
0: Oh.
1: And then you get around to the Elizabethan times where he makes it into plays. And that's when he's seen as gentry. So that's where you get the idea of him being like a lord or Robin of Loxley and that kind of thing. Mm. And then in 1820, Sir Walter Scott's Ivanhoe calls Robin the King of Outlaws and Prince of Goodfellows. Okay. Which is interesting, I thought. Uh, and then, obviously, he's been in many, many, many movies. Oh,
0: I I actually think I've seen more adaptations of Robin Hood. And I love each one of them. Do you remember the one that used to be on the BBC? That had Richard Armitage in it.
1: Oh, that was great.
0: Oh, I loved it so much. I wanted to... Fuck that Robin's so hard Everyone as teenage did. me. Everyone
1: did. Ugh. I think Robin Hood is always quite sexy, though, because like, he was played by Sean Connery in yeah. Robin and Marion. And do you know who played Marion? No, I haven't Audrey seen it.
0: Oh, very nice.
1: Yeah. He was played by Kevin Costner in Robin Hood Prince of Thieves, which I think was probably the first one I saw. Mm. Um, who was the
0: guy who played him in Robin Hood Men in Tights? Not a clue. The one from Princess Bride.
1: I've not written that one down. I've also not seen Princess Bride.
0: He was also played by a sexy fox.
1: Sexy Fox. Russell Crowe played him quite recently. Taron Egerton's played him.
0: That's a great movie. Have you seen that movie?
1: I like that one. It's oh, so... Really good. It's reviewed so badly. But it's, yeah. it's, it's the Guy Ritchie, isn't it? it yeah. Is Guy Ritchie, isn't it? Like, you can tell.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, Who is it? And also, Kira Knightley played Robin Hood's daughter Gwyn in Princess of Thieves, which was a Disney Channel TV movie.
0: It's it's Carrie Ailes. E-L-W-E-S.
1: I don't know. W-E's. W- <laughs> don't
0: <laughs> <W-E's>. <laughs> but he's quite attractive.
1: Um, So do you remember the first portrayal of Robin Hood you ever saw? Disney. Do you think it was Disney?
0: I think it was Disney.
1: See, I think, I was thinking about this doing my I was research.
0: also like a hardcore Disney child. So pretty much anything you'd be like, oh, Snow White, Disney.
1: <laughs> but did you ever watch on BBC, CBBC probably, uh, made Marion and her Merry Men. Do you remember this? No. It was amazing. So it was kind of like a black adder show for kids. Okay. Like it was so good. It had Tony Robinson in and everything. And he played uh he played the Sheriff, I think. Um, but yeah and obviously the Robin Hood Disney one is probably the most famous. There are two mm-hmm. versions of Robin Hood on Disney Plus. Is there? Yeah. One of them is just a acted one. There's loads. But this is this is the thing. Like, he is so well-known in British folklore and culture. Mm. Um, probably didn't exist.
0: Most likely did It's like how King Arthur really... He was a king. He existed. None of the other shit happened.
1: Well, we don't know that.
0: Well, we don't know that it did happen, Gareth.
1: I mean... Oh, right. Why are you attacking me?
0: <laughs> I was just backing you up on your point with another example. Like, actually, I think.
1: <laughs> no, no, but, like, there's, there is evidence of King Arthur. Like, I'm not saying there's, like, evidence of the Lady of the Lake and stuff. Yeah. But with Robin Hood, there is no evidence that he was a real person. Like, his name, yes. Yeah. But there's no evidence he was a real person.
0: Fair
1: enough. Now, what do you think is the best portrayal of Robin Hood you've seen?
0: ah. <gasps> oh. Well, Hood definitely was one I, I remember vividly from my... Hood? That's what the BBC one was called.
1: No, it was called Robin Hood.
0: Was it called Robin Hood? I thought it was just called Hood.
1: No, I'm pretty sure it was Robin Hood. The one that was on, like, a Saturday night? Yeah. Like, it was either that or Doctor Who, like, or Merlin. Like, they kind of... Oh, all... I
0: never watched... See, I... I don't vibe with the Merlin. Everyone was really into it.
1: Oh, mate, I love an Arthurian legend. But if you want to watch anything to do with Merlin, watch the Channel Four adaptation with Sam Neill, Helena Bonham Carter, Isabella Rossellini. It's truly the best version of Merlin with you'll ever this. see. Yeah, you still haven't watched it. <laughs> I had an argument about this because I bought a book on Arthurian legend the other, a couple of months back from a yeah. bookshop, from an independent bookshop. And the girl I was talking to was lovely. She was like, Oh, it's like, did you ever watch that TV show? The one that was on BBC, which is also very good. Um, And I was like, Yeah, but it's not as good as the Channel 4 one. And we had a full blown argument about me defending the Channel 4 version of Merlin. I've got it on DVD. Like, I love it. I might watch it tonight. I might watch it tonight. Not gonna lie. Anyhow.
0: Yeah. Um, Your favorite
1: version of Robin Hood?
0: You are right. The BBC one is called Robin Hood. I was wrong. Um, I do. I remember watching that so much. And I really enjoyed it. But I think classic Disney Robin Hood is the one for me.
1: The one with the cockerel that whistles.
0: Yeah. Do 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 do. I can't whistle, so I can't do it.
1: Can you not whistle? <laughs> <laughs> so can you? Can you try that again.
0: No. no please, please. <laughs> can you blow me nose?
1: I don't need to, thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's not terrible.
0: It's little. It's small. <laughs> I've only just learned how to click my fingers. Is it
1: a tiny whistle? Come on, you've been doing <laughs> you've been doing spoken word poetry for years. <laughs>
0: Fuck you. You should know
1: how to click your, thi- click your you. fingers. <laughs> Clapping should be difficult for you. <laughs> Jeez, I feel like it makes it sound like I hate spoken word poetry. No, I think all performance poetry is great, apart from falling leaves.
0: I have put you through enough. Performance poetry of the years You you can hate it now. That's <laughs> Thank fine.
1: Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, so Robin Hood, I think, is interesting. I think it's interesting that that moniker goes to other people. Obviously, mm. it's also in more pop culture. There's yeah. ideas that um the Robin from Batman and Robin was based off Robin Hood. Mm. Uh, and then more directly, the character Green Arrow, which is on the CW show Arrow, yeah. is. In the TV show, he's also known as not TV show, sorry. In the comics, he's also known as Robin Hood and dresses up as yeah. Robin Hood.
0: Um, you used, did you used to watch Once Upon a Time?
1: I did. Yes, I yes.
0: He was more of a g- bad guy to start in, in Once Upon a Time.
1: Yeah, I know, but Captain Hook was also a good guy at the end of Once Upon a Time. So really, <sighs> like, I actually Who knows I, what I anybody watched was entire at the entire show. That... <laughs> no, what no? Have knows? you
0: actually finished it?
1: I've watched it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Like even well, that series where Henry's a bit older. I don't think weird. I finished Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, though. I can't remember.
0: The one with Sebastian Stan.
1: Yeah, but he also was in the main series as well. This is true. Such a weird... Great show to start off with, though. Such a
0: good... Really great show. Really great show. Went very bad. I
1: didn't hate it. They resolved it well. This um, is
0: one hell of a pop culture episode this week.
1: Yeah, so sorry, guys. But Robin Hood. I think my... Fa- I think um, Prince of Thieves interesting Morgan Freeman I don't know I think it's just the first one I saw um it's got that I'm gonna get it wrong and I don't want to do a correction (laughs) isn't it Brian Adams everything I do do it for you that's from Prince of Thieves isn't it no it's not oh god I've got the wrong song yeah I just got it's everything I do I do it for you I swear
0: I googled it and it went to song from Prince Caspian, and it just showed me the score from all the fucking Narnia films.
1: That's not what we need. Can you find <laughs> no, it? No, I don't even. I, I've got the soundtrack downstairs.
0: I've never watched this film, so I don't think I am uh, good to help
1: you. You've never seen Prince of Thieves. No. Everything I do, I do it for you, Brian Adams. You know that song, there,
0: right? me I do, only because it's one of those. It always reminds me of like I going on holiday, holiday, going to a restaurant. It was always on like the the set music that restaurants have
1: well it's it, you remember how back in the day when you released a iconic song for a film yeah. half the music video was clips in that film yeah. like it happened with that one that Nickelback did for Spider-Man
0: yeah and like Aerosmith
1: wait which Aerosmith one
0: it's I could stay awake just to hear sleeping what song is that from uh, the the one oh, fuck me it's the one where uh, Bruce Willis goes to fight the asteroid <laughs>
1: Armageddon. Yeah. Oh, oh, is
0: here. it? Or is it a, an Apollo? Let me look.
1: Yeah, while you Google, I'm just gonna figure out. So yeah, so that what that is what I've got uh, on Robin Hood, who I personally think was more noble than your guy. It was
0: for Armageddon. Um, thank you. Um,
1: thank you. Yes, I think mine, my fictional character was more noble. I also think calling people that were just downright murderers, Robin Hood. Robin Hood I think it's bad because they're trying to—they're trying to force this like hero idea onto him.
0: I understand that, but if that's just somebody's opinion of the person, you can't say that's wrong. But if somebody's like, actually, he was fighting for us, the little guy,
1: against a uh, charitable foundation, do a grassroots project, pack, make some school lunches, and donate them at your local food shelter.
0: Oh God, you've changed. There are things
1: you can do. Oh. No, I haven't. <laughs> I just think stealing is wrong. Quickly, let's change the topic. What have you learned this week, Billy?
0: So I've learned that. Um, Robin Hood wasn't real, and I still believe.
1: Yeah, sorry, Nottingham. Um
0: There's so much about Robin Hood, and that I actually believe that robbing to steal from the rich and giving to the poor is good, and you don't.
1: I just think stealing is wrong.
0: And yet you do it.
1: I don't do it. Wink. I've done it.
0: Listeners, his fingers things. are
1: I've done a lot of things I regret in my lifetime.
0: Haven't we all? And
1: I've repented for them justly. I give a lot of money to charity. Yeah, this is true. Fuck this off. Is what have you... <laughs> but, yeah, thank you. <laughs>
0: what have you learned?
1: Um, that you can't say Bush Ranger. Oh. You've also had you... a bit of a
0: weird mouth day. There's so many Yeah, I know, in but... my notebook. And it's really weird. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Why are they melting?
1: Oh my God, where are you recording this? Like a haunted no, house. It's just in my
0: living room, but like I've seen three walk past. In the...
1: uh, I have learned that... There are better ways to help those more vulnerable than you than killing police officers dressed like a medieval knight.
0: I didn't know you were going to be so preachy this episode. It's
1: a, it's a Bible episode one of us uh, had to believe. This is true, this is true. But yeah, thank you very much for listening. So this has been a bit of a pop culture thrust, I guess.
0: Thrust.
1: <laughs> but I hope you've learned something. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's our next commandment? Our next
0: commandment is thou shall not lie. So yeah. you better sort your attitude out, Gary. <laughs> oh <my God.
1: laughs> Next week, I promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me, God. <laughs> Maybe if people—I mean, we're recording it quite. Soon. I don't know when we're recording it. We are. Do re- people want? People want to send us questions.
0: We can do. I'll put it
1: a... if people yeah if people want to send us questions that we have to truthfully answer oh
0: that's cute so we don't have to do any homework for next week we'll just ask people for questions <laughs> well, we, might. we might do it.
1: Um, but yeah that's going to be a good one as always check out our social media uh, it's going to be on the description and review us leave us five stars all that jazz mm-hmm. uh,
0: you can also listen to us on Anchor Spotify Apple Podcasts and everywhere else that you get podcasts
1: that's very true very true and yeah thank you very much for tuning in again we hope you've enjoyed all the episodes so far because we're nearly done with the 10 commandments it's
0: weird man well yeah if only we had a plan
1: <laughs> well we do yeah. we'll pitch it to you guys later there we'll go. see um but yes thank you very much for listening i've been gareth williams she has been billy subley and all you sinners up there don't forget to stay hashtag blessed
0: hashtag blessed <laughs> I thought a clean, scared one today